Having lived abroad several times, I'm endlessly fascinated by stories of people packing their bags and heading off in search of a place to call home, even if it's for a short time. Anyone who's ever relocated to another country is familiar with the range of emotions that can come with it, from anticipation, excitement and fun, to disappointment, stress, heartache and sometimes even trauma. In the countless conversations I've had with people about this topic, one thing has become clear. Whilst all the things that people feel are usually the same, every story is different. This podcast explores each guest's journey abroad and sometimes back home again. It explores the question, what is home? Is it just a place of residence or something more than that? Welcome to the Residence Podcast. The first language I ever attempted to learn was French. To say that I actually made an attempt is probably false. At almost 15 years old, I was required to attend Francais classes, an elective I'd hastily chosen not because it appealed to me more than the others, but because the others appealed to me less. I was not the most studious of teenagers, which is what made my interest and even success in learning languages in later years even more surprising. Memories of this class are vague, and my progress in it even more so. However, one thing I do clearly recall was seeing my French teacher around school or at the local supermarket and greeting her with bonjour, to which she'd encouragingly reply, ça va, ça va bien, and that was it. Every time, for six months straight, while I was attending these weekly classes. The fact that I'd failed to progress past this point is a combination of two factors. As a teen, if something didn't interest me, I was borderline incapable of focusing on it for more than 30 seconds. And much more importantly, I was suffering from the early stages of a monolingual mindset. So what is the monolingual mindset? Coined by Michael Klein, a passionate Australian linguist, academic and intellectual, he states the following. Such a mindset sees everything in terms of monolingualism being the norm even though there are more bi- and multilinguals in the world than monolinguals. If you were born and raised in an English-speaking country with no relatives from abroad, no exposure and no necessity to use a language other than the one you were raised with, it's a perfectly understandable way of thinking. And chances are, unless you develop an interest in another language or a culture, you're probably never going to attempt to do this. It also doesn't help that if you do finally decide to make the effort, and you eventually get to a conversational level, then you'll be met with the most pervasive of obstacles in one's linguistic journey. The fact that native speakers often won't engage with you in that language, even if you're in the country at the time. This can happen for several reasons. All this can lead to the development of a monolingual mindset that can be hard to break when you're learning a second language as an adult. Some common things you'll probably tell yourself or others that stem from this mindset are... Yeah, but they learn it from a very young age. This is referring to multilinguals from other countries. I'm well past the age where I'll be able to speak it like a native. Or I've heard that whatever language we're talking about is one of the hardest languages in the world. And this one is the worst of the very worst. When are you ever going to use it? The answer to this last one is simple. You're going to use it when you use it. Let me elaborate. So what's holding you back? The French semester ended and I chose another elective, and I was still rubbish at the language. 
But life carried on. I was glad to be free. That is until several years later, something shifted and I dove into language learning after finding inspiration in a really unlikely place. I remember watching Last Tango in Paris for the first time and seeing Marlon Brando, a personal hero of mine at the time, speaking effortless French. And around the same time, I'd made friends with some Scandinavian people. And after learning a bunch of Swedish phrases pretty quickly, I was given some positive feedback on my ability to imitate the accent. After memorizing a handful of new vocabulary and watching a couple of Swedish films on SBS, I realized how much I actually enjoyed this new activity. So eventually I decided I was now ready to officially start learning the language, whatever that meant. Only I had no idea how, I just went for it. There were a few factors that led me to believe that I was a little better than I actually was. Often I'd learn a phrase or two and be able to perfect them without thinking or knowing how to build on that knowledge. I'd rest on my laurels and I'd be perfectly satisfied with all the limited grammar, scattered verb conjugations and basic vocabulary that I knew. Sometimes I'd hear one of my friends say something or I'd hear a line from a movie over and over again and eventually I'd look it up. But then I'd sort of put my feet up and not study again for another two weeks. In addition to this, a lot of the conversations I had with people were in bars, so conversations were brief, and we usually couldn't hear each other very well. I just never pushed myself to learn anymore, to steadily increase my knowledge. Maybe subconsciously I believed it wasn't possible, that languages just took forever to learn, and that fluency took a lifetime to achieve. In having this mindset, I studied as such as if I'd never reach any kind of milestone, as if I'd never get to the end of the tunnel. And that kind of thinking never got me anywhere, not in high school and not now. You need to believe that you can speak another language and that you can learn it well. There's definitely people who are quicker and more experienced. That's a given. Like language learning does after all draw on a lot of skills. There's one thing that will get you further than you'd imagine, something more important than intelligence or enthusiasm. Self-belief. Create your environment. After Swedish came Polish. I was fortunate enough to live in a country for a period of two years, but when I first arrived, I knew absolutely zero. Not a word. When I left, I was conversational and could understand, speak and write with ease and fluency. At this point, you're probably thinking, well, of course you could. You lived in the country for 24 months. Well, if only that were all it took to reach such a level. That did help, but only because I had constant external motivation and material. But believe me, it would have been very easy to slip back into the comfort of my native language as I was constantly surrounded by people from the US, UK and Canada. A lot of Poles my age spoke decent English as well. Not quite like you'd find in somewhere like Sweden, Germany or Switzerland, but more so than in a lot of other Eastern European countries. In addition to this, I was working as an English teacher, so my professional life revolved around my first language, as did many of the conversations I'd have with my peers. It also didn't help that Polish is often ranked as one of the most difficult languages in the world, depending on your first language. What was needed to get to the point of fluency was determination, consistent exposure to the language, and discipline. You don't have to move to another country to gain this kind of exposure. If anything, and I've done it myself, you might even become a bit complacent after moving as you'll probably believe that you'll magically become fluent simply because you're there. You might overestimate how beneficial just being in the country is and fail to put in the work. If you're feeling like you have that spark in you, 
You can structure your current environment, even a little, to have it revolve around your target language. Especially today with the internet and social media, you have the world at your fingertips. Instead of playing a game on the train, just jump on a language learning app. Or instead of meeting with mates down at the pub or whatever, just go to a language meetup, even if it's just once a week or once a month. Maybe listen to the news in the language you're trying to learn. I mean, it's best to stick to stuff closer to your level, but if you don't mind content you don't understand playing in the background, it can be a great way to tune into the rhythm of a language. Believe me, it'll get burnt into your brain if you do it often enough. Gradually, you will start to believe that you can make progress, and swift progress, when you just adjust your mindset and your environment. Be inspired by others. We are social beings, and this is something that needs to be embraced when learning another language. A lot of the more introverted people out there are probably rolling their eyes or sighing in frustration at this moment, and I would be too if I were them. I can't stand rhetoric around extroversion being the way to achieve what you want in life, and I myself am more of an extrovert. There's a place for all of us out there, you just need to play to your strengths. You can still be introverted and social. Social doesn't mean having a million friends that you regularly meet up with time and time again and with whom you verbally practice your target language 24-7. This is of course beneficial in its own way, but it's not the only way to go. One way to break down the monolingual mindset is to connect with people who are achieving the things you'd like to. Social media is great for something like this, as becoming fluent in another language is something completely within your reach. Gradual is fine, but know that you can always do better. It's important to mention that if you want to go slow in learning a language, be it your first or your fifth, by all means, take your time. There's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, it should be enjoyable. I've known people that have been very measured and disciplined in the way they learn. They'll take time to listen, repeat, make notes and revise, and that's great. My natural approach to learning a language is more like jazz than math. I hop around, learn some new core vocabulary, learn to count to 10, and then the next day I get a simple news article out and see if I can understand anything. I might even mix it up a little and learn bits and pieces of another language at the same time. I've noticed this can sometimes get me into trouble as I'll end up with gaps in my knowledge, but as I said, everyone's different. For example, when I was studying on exchange in St. Petersburg, I eventually achieved an almost advanced level of speaking fluency, but simultaneously had a lower intermediate level of writing. This is what led me to be incapable of completing a certain exam I wanted to pass that would give me a certificate in Russian language. It was a test that someone who spoke at a level I did should have passed with flying colours, but I couldn't. On the flip side, if you spend all your time memorising grammar, practising vocab in your room and never branching out and having a conversation, even a basic one, with a speaker of that language or someone who speaks it really well, then it's going to be really hard to progress. Don't give up. As fun as this whole language learning gamut is, and should be, there's going to be times where you'll come up against something that might discourage you. You might listen to the news one day and not understand a thing after having studied that language for a year. You might have a native speaker laugh at your accent or have no clue what you're saying. If you're studying a notoriously difficult language for a native English speaker, you might be put off by how different it all seems initially. You're going to make mistakes and that's fine. Time to get started. This advice might already be second nature to you. However, if you're like a lot of people out there who want to learn another language but are being held back by certain beliefs, it might be worth putting these strategies into practice. 
Language learning is full of challenges, but the biggest one you'll probably face initially is believing that you're capable of it. To some, language is nothing more than a tool, an ancient and innate human function that gives form to our thoughts and enables us to deliver messages and information. To others, it's something much more than that. It's an expressive outlet, an opportunity to test ourselves and to connect with others. It's a chance to know people on a deeper level, to understand a culture in a more nuanced way. In removing the barrier that is your mindset, you'll slowly start to see that progress can come a lot faster than you think and provide a sense of achievement you never thought possible.